Hey gamers! Hello and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by the great Polygon Cool Games, Inc. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I'm your other host, AJ Hart. We take your lovely submissions from the internet, from Reddit, Twitter, or even email, as archaic as that is, and we turn them into triple A fun titles that are hopefully going to have physical releases because the digital age is here and I'm old and I love my physical copies of games. Although we could just go straight digital. Hear me out. What if we're on that PT shit and every time we do finish a game, we release it. We just immediately get canceled. It's (laughs) up online for like two days and then we bring it down. Think about how high our stocks would be because everybody would want to be trying to get a hold of these games. Hold on. So wait, PT got taken off only after a couple of days? Yeah, I think it might have been a month, but like it got taken down wicked fast. Can you still play it? Yeah, if you own it, but it's not on the store. Oh, shit. Unless it got put back. Is it like the late and great uh, Scott Pilgrim the game? It is very much like the late Scott Pilgrim video game. Well, this talking about dead video games is not our... um, is not what we do on this podcast. We actually talk about fake video games. Last week, we ended up making a lovely cult game and a little update on that. Um, oh, yeah, your little adventure. <laughs> your so, little fucking co- creepy pasta adventure that you put a poor Reddit community through. Two, two wonderful things. One, last week, we ended up making a... Um, a, a game about a fake cult in uh, Animal Crossing called the Cult of the Happy Moon. And um, I noticed one of our Twitter followers, Rafael Contreras, uh, actually changed, because he was the one that submitted the original idea, changed his name to Cultus of the Happy Moon, and that made me smile. It was very charming. But I ended up creating a uh, a poster for like, hey, come join us at the community center, free vacation juice, don't forget your knife, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. with some Morse code hidden in there. And I ended up posting it on the Animal Crossing Reddit. <laughs> and I woke up the next morning just with a bunch of people going like, hey, what the fuck is this? The, what the, the fuck? What the fuck does it mean, death to the outsider? <laughs> Like, hey, man, you need to, no, 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 you can't just pose this and leave. You need to address you, this shit. You put a flyer up on the Reddit community that just said, death to the outsider <laughs> on it. Like, you went into this poor, happy, fun Reddit community that is just a community of people posting up Snapchats of their fun mobile game, and you've basically just fucking threatened them. <laughs> I wasn't threatening. I was threatening a specific outsider. <laughs> They're, well, actually, technically them, because they are the outsider in the Animal Crossing game. You oh. threaten them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to jump to submissions. AJ, I have a lovely submission I want to pitch you All right, what's the first one you got for me today? So, um, as you know, we love fashion. We love fashionistas. We do. Um, and I wanted to pitch you on the new hottest toy craze that's going to be going on. Have you ever heard of fashion rats? No, I have not heard of Fashion Rats. <laughs> this comes to us from Grimmery. Miss you. We haven't heard from you in a while, man. A new generation of dress-up game, and it's just a toy packaging of a rat with lipstick and <laughs> and its nails painted. And it has See, what the fucked up part about this is, if you mm-hmm. look closely in this picture, you have to go to the Reddit. It has a comb and clippers and a hair clip and all this stuff, but the fur is made out of rubber. You oh, it is one of those you, rubber mouses. You can't fucking use it at all. On, and there's no practicality to it, but I love the idea. And you know what? This We're going to reboot these. This this led me down a, a rat hole, believe it or not. Okay. Um, I actually searched this. Did you know there is a huge um, community of people who do fashion shows for rats? If you want to see some adorable what? ass shit, I think rats are very, very pretty little animals, by the way. Um they actually, yeah, they make custom dresses and there's suit. like fashion for there, rats. There's fashion for rats because I, I, I guess a lot of people like to own rats. They're like really fun little animals, but they're like they're actual fashion shows. So you see like rats in in shoes. Oh, like they they and fucking strut vogue it. Yeah, they, they strut vogue. down. Yeah, and it's, it's, vogue, vogue, vogue. <laughs> Take a bunch of poses and it, walk back up. It's pretty fucking adorable. I love it. Is it a video game about? The rat fashion industry? No, 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 no. It's 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 a toy. It's a toy franchise. So it's like a collectathon toy franchise. So you have like you have you have you I'm, ever? I'm gonna one up you really quick. Okay, go ahead. You know Skylanders? Yeah. You know Amiibos? Oh shit! What if fashion rats are like Skylanders? So and you you have to go out and you have to buy the physical little toys, uh-huh. and then you slap them onto our little fashion rat plug and play thing, uh-huh. and then they go into the game. Okay, okay, okay. So here's here's the story setup for this game, right? Okay. So this takes place in the sewer world beneath New York, and there it's like you ever see that movie Flushed Away? I, okay, I thought you were gonna go in a <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles angle. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. No, this this is a world that is like sad and dirty and not fun. And a group of young, 
go get a rats teenage mutant ninja rats <laughs> they're not ninjas teenage teenage mutant vogue rats okay um come in and they're gonna bring fashion to this dreary ass world and <laughs> they just come down into the sewers and they're yeah. like oh a bunch of uggos here <laughs> yeah. and they all start just like trying to fashion out the yeah, underbelly yeah. of flushed away yep 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 i want this to have that same vibe i actually heard this on another podcast the other day um, you ever you you've listened to Story Break, right? Yes, I would very much recommend it to them, uh, to you guys. It's like mainly for movie writing, but it's this toy line of fashion poop. Have you ever heard of them? So we have competition. We have to be <laughs> fashion poop. So no, 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 no. Okay, you don't have to be. It's basically the the moral of the lesson is is that poop can be beautiful too, and I want that to same message to happen for rats. So, like, it could be, like, you know the rat that you run into that's bigger than a raccoon that has one eye and has glowing teeth? Yeah. They're beautiful on the inside. <laughs> so, where's the fucking game here? Because so far you've it's taken... It's dress up. It's dress up. So... You, have, you, you, you get these gross-ass looking rats, and you, need to mo- and you need to paint their nails. You need to give them lipstick. You need to, I don't know, put a googly eye on their scar eye. Okay, okay, okay. And then, and then, you, gotta, and then you fashion model with your friends. So, like, you and Maybe I... Maybe this is just, like, a, one of those, like, web browser games. How so? Did, did you ever play those web browser games like uh, like Club Penguin I had, or like I the never, Rango one? Rango the movie had a, a web I, browser game? I never got into Club Penguin, believe it or not. Neither did I. What about Pop Tropica? No. Did you play any games through a web browser? Uh, I, th- what was that one Cartoon Network game where like you got to go into the cartoon world and but like communication was <laughs> you you couldn't use actual words. You just I think had, I know the one you're talking about. It like, was like the the like whole thing was like blast. all the Cartoon Network characters were in one universe. Or yeah, whatever. like the world got like smashed together. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. It's like a web browser game where you play with all these rats. And okay. so like I think we'll even go back to that archaic system. You go out and you buy. Like the rat toys, the fashion uh-huh. rat toys, uh-huh. and then you and every it... one of them has a code. Oh shit! And, and then you, you put those in. codes online. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then the, you'll get the fun rat makeups and the fun rat kimonos hey, and the fun rat I'm gonna, uh, jerseys. I'm gonna I'm gonna step it one step further. So you know, like you have like like dollhouses and shit like that for for like your can of Barbie dolls. Yes. You have that for rats that also have their own barcode. So you can get cut. You can have a pl- a dollhouse in real life for your fashion rats, <laughs> but you can also give them a new place. So it's like it starts off like Sims, where it's like you have the shitty apartment that has like a half-eaten couch and like all this other crazy shit. Well, it was a full couch when you bought it, but rats just chew on things. <laughs> okay, let's put a pin in this and try a different game. Because I love fashion rats. You think this has nug ability? Yeah. You're willing to put a pin in this one? I I, I want to remember it. It's a fun idea, but I definitely think we. I think I think you have some good shit coming, don't you? Yeah. I got, oh, I got some good shit. This comes from on Twitter at peanuts and s'mores. Share spiderweb emoji, spider emoji, pumpkin emoji. Peanuts and s'mores suggests. <laughs> okay, so you know, like when you're a kid on a long road trip and you would pretend there's a person out the window dodging obstacles on the road. Oh shit! Yeah. So like that, but VR. So you have, so you have your just your VR handle, and you're just like moving it up and down. Well, I just got out of um, AJ just wasted, super hot. AJ just wasted two hours of our workday. I to did play waste super two hot. hours of our workday playing super hot. I would debate that maybe I spent the last two hours training <laughs> beca- to become an ultimate killer, to become the ultimate weapon. The next John Wick. The next VR. John Wick, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like a million years old now, and someone's going to have to replace him at some point. Keanu Reeves, hit me up. You do have the long-ass hair. You We're know? basically the same guy. You're, you're too boisterous, though. If you need I to... start talking like this, you can't even tell that I'm not Keanu God, Reeves. God, he's so fucking cool when he talks like that. You're amazing. <laughs> it's me, Keanu. <laughs> so I was in Super Hot for two hours training. And let me say, I'm going to be the first one to say it. Yeah, what's up? I know a lot of people have talked a lot about VR, but no one said this this thing that I'm about to say. Yeah? It's a workout. Yeah, I mean, that is something that a lot of people say. Nope, no one's ever said that before. <laughs> it's weird. I, wow, you, you're just you're just like disregarding the whole Beat Saber boxing VR community. and Yeah, dude, it's a great way to stay fit. <laughs> I'm not disregarding anybody. I'm the first one to say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, fuck them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. So here's what I'm thinking. I have one caveat that I want to make to this submission, though. Because, Uh like, don't get me wrong, a VR game where you're constantly dodging left and dodging right and jumping up and jumping down is super fun. But we can get that from the Switch. Mm -hmm. Like, the the new Nintendo Switch has that strap where, like, you Mm -hmm. just, like, fucking... Or where you just wrap the strap around your leg and then 
duct tape a Joy-Con to yourself. Wait, what? The that Nintendo is... strap? That's a thing? Yeah. Blake Ray, you got to do some due diligence around I'm here. I'm sorry, I haven't played my Switch in a while. I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been lost in VR. I'm playing Climb Me and uh, Pavlov VR. <laughs> what if this was an AR game? Okay, so you have your phone. You have to hold your phone outside of an actual window, no, and its camera is on. That's charming. And, and no, 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 no. Here's here's what happens if. Oh fuck, AJ, I've cracked. I've cracked the code. Okay, 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 okay. So just to confirm, this is the thing where like you have your hand out of the window and you're like moving it up and down to dodge obstacles and shit like that. No, you know how like if you're on a long road trip, you'll look out the side and you'll be passing all the cars and you'd be like. Man, what if Sonic the Hedgehog was running next to the car the whole time and they were running on top of these cars and jumping over them and jumping car to oh, car? Oh, I had a completely different visual of what this game was. That's okay. Okay, so, can, I, can I pitch you my shitty game? So, because this one I think has some real some real tragedy to it. Uh-oh. So, so um, I don't know if any of you guys do this, but like whenever I'm on a long car ride, I have my you know my hand hanging out on the window and like I move it up and down like oh a brush a bush is coming I'm going to lift my hand up vertically to avoid it and then bring it back down to avoid a lamppost or something mm-hmm. so say you have your phone outside of the car and you're holding it and it has its camera mode on and you basically have to keep like the center part of the screen from avoiding objects and if you hit an object your phone vibrates intensely potentially causing you to drop it i think that so there's real this is real stakes yeah, like iPhone has the new three camera thing, so I think mm-hmm. that now iPhones will be able to detect how close you get, mm-hmm. and you get more points for near misses. Oh shit! So oh, that'd be kind of cool. And then you get like it has like a bunch of like two hundred points near miss. Yeah, Perfect. exactly. Bad. So- this reminds me. Oh my god, there was an iPhone game for a little while that was on stores. I forget the name of it, but the whole game was that it scored you based on how high you threw your phone. <laughs> that's fucked up <laughs> it is fucked that's up fucking great the itunes store took it down but for a hot minute <laughs> everybody was playing this game i think it was like toss the baby or some shit like that oh god where it was just take your phone uh-huh. and just yeet it as far and as high as possible See, I... the higher you go the more points you get but don't drop it Okay. Ooh, don't drop it. Okay, so maybe we can take it. Was there like a leaderboard system to that? So like, you can, we're gonna have a leaderboard system in this game where you just like stick the far, your... the farthest you can go on a single thing. So it's like you the and the, fastest. The world record holder is going sixty miles an hour for forty minutes on in a street area. I think, it's... and it gives you different points depending on different areas you are. So like, if you're in a cityscape area, there's more obstacles, right? But if you're in a desert. There's less less obstacles. obstacles, so you're not going to get as many points. Mm-hmm. But if you go off-roading and go mm-hmm. mudding, oh, ooh, you can get so many points. <laughs> it keeps track with like the gyrometer. Yeah. It's like, seeing, like, oh shit, it's like moving. Every time it. you oh, hit fuck. bumps, you're going to get a bunch of extra points. Ooh, I'm into that. That sounds fun. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to pitch you again? Yeah, pitch me another game. I'm going to pitch you a fucking great game from Reddit. Because this one is very good. You got that Reddit heat? Yeah, I got that Reddit heat. All right, so this one comes to us on the old Cool Games Inc. Reddit. Okay. From BowDown2Q, helicopter jousting. A painfully realistic helicopter fighting sim in which you and an opponent both equipped with lances charge at each other. At the end, you find Mothra. I don't know how the Mothra thing got in there, but I like it. I'm into it. I'm into kaijus (laughs) getting involved. Okay. Did you ever play Battlefield? Which one? Uh, which let's go with Battlefield, like Bad Company too. Oh wow, that's that was a- that was like the one where I remember first like starting to try to pilot helicopters and shit like that. Uh-huh. And I remember how complicated it was the first time you ever got into a helicopter. Like mm-hmm. everybody I know that when they tried to fly a helicopter for the first time, they flipped it mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. They didn't mm-hmm. know what they were doing and they flipped it. Mm-hmm. I want helicopter controls like that in this game. Okay, so you actually have to get um, you know, like those those flight simulators where you actually have to get like the I keep hitting my microphone. I'm terrible. Don't do it again. I swear to God, if you do it, we're bringing back the probation thing, and you're going to be put on probation. <laughs> By the way, that that uh, vote came out to 50-50, so neither of us are. We, we, we flushed the whole episode. Um, Poop Fantastic has been terminated. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so you you know, like there's those flight simulator things where you have to have like all the different button button interfaces and like the gas and stuff like that. It's that. It's yeah, a flight, it's, it's a, that complicated. It's that complicated, and it's a flight simulator game. But you can equip different kind of different jousting things. I think it's called I think friend friend jousting or whatever. It's kind of fucked up. It's basically you're jousting with like penisy objects, 
and they all what? Had, is this a game that this exists? Is, this is a game that exists. Okay, because I, I, I remember I jousting in high school, which was a game where you would play where you would say, hey, do you want to joust? And you and your friends would stand up and put a hand at your side, and you'd walk towards each other. And like you have your hand in like a cupping position, uh-huh. and whoever chickened out and didn't cup the other one's nuts lost. Man, you guys got really bored in Oregon. Didn't it's a you? really small town. We didn't have a lot to do. Yeah, bowling, drugs, and cupping each other's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> when you sound like that, it sounds like a rad time. Yeah, but you kind of run out of things to do in an hour. You run out of nuts. You can only cup so many nuts. Yeah. Okay, coming back to helicopter jousting. <laughs> okay. Um there was this game that was like it, all the joust, like all the all the all the um j- mat- the, the I don't know what the spears? Called. The spears or yeah. Lances? Lances, thank you. All the lances were like had physics, so like each one was made out of different materials and stuff like that. Most of the time they were all floppy and and bad. So and very phallic in nature. <laughs> yeah. So you can equip different kinds of lances to your helicopter that all have like different sort of things like one maybe is like not even a lance at all it's like a it's just a nunchuck that you actually you each lance helicopter nunchuck each lance requires you to pilot your helicopter in, in a, a completely specific, different way yeah yes to compensate that. for the the thingy so like we have our standard la- like the game starts off and it's like just standard there's a normal standard yeah. lance and yeah. then maybe there's like an extra long lance but your helicopter's a lot mm. like slower you know what like what would be super cool what if the lances were just miniguns like they just didn't fire, but they were just like super long miniguns. Like that's I the, think, that's the standard one. I think that they're normal lances, but I mm. like the idea of maybe there's a lance that like you can put a skin on it and it will look like it's a machine gun. Oh, that's really fun. Although that might be unfair because then the opponent won't be able to know the distance of your lance. People that it's use clo- that cloaked lance, it's weaker, but mm. there is the luxury of people not knowing mm. the distance that the enemy will have. I feel like there should be some fun ranged ones. Like, actually, no. Like, even how about this? It's but not then a, it's just a helicopter fighting. Game. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, you're right. Not it, not a lance, but a wrecking ball. So you have to like yes. you have to swing. Oh, you know, be even cooler. So like, um, it's like a game of lances and like claws. So like, there's say one fighter has a has a regular ass lance. The other one has like a claw game claw and is trying to like go down. He has to like hit him from the. Did top. you ever play arms? Uh, a little bit. Like arms kind of has the system of like we, there's like the general rules that we have for the game, right? Yeah. There's the general rules of engagement. It is at its core a jousting game where you'll yeah. have two helicopters fly at each other and try to hit each other without dying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then on top of that, when you load in the game, there will be a loadout of all the different jousts, jousting tools that you can Ooh. have. You know what I mean? So like, okay. there's still a format that we know, uh-huh. but then we have. Big joust, little joust, nunchuck, wrecking ball, claw. Oh, you know what would be a really fun one? What's that? Like jousts that can actually change their size. So like one joust is the, you know, that classic um, boxing glove on a spring? Yes. So it's like a jack-in-the-box. Like it's just like you can yeah, actually Yeah, like that one's whole it. goal is to just like punch the, mm-hmm. the helicopter and make their helicopter swing more so that they'll mm-hmm. accidentally flip mm-hmm. the helicopter. So what if we also do a thing where it's like... It's you just need to make the. I think the goal of the game is making the other helicopter not pilotable at all. So it's like either you have not to, pilotable or jack up how they're piloting so that they wreck. Yeah. So it could be because when you're actually jousting, you're not trying to kill people. You're just trying to get them off their horse. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. So you have to get them to land or crash. Yes. So um, basically, oh fuck, you know, be uh, two things, two things, two things. There are multiple hitboxes on the on the plane. So like. On the helicopter, so you need to hit them on the right wing, the left wing, and the their tail. tail. Yeah, yeah. So like, and depending on what you hit, it's like if you hit the right wing, they suddenly are always yeah. They're going to gonna the right. be tipping more, and then yeah. the pilot's going to have to correct yeah. for that. So you know, like that other wonderful thing from jousting is like if both people fall off their horse, it can become a sword fight. Yes. What if both people crash their their helicopter at the same time? Do they just get like? A handheld version of whatever lance they were using. Now they need to... well, because think about it. Now they're on the fucking ground. I think then it becomes what was that game, Mordhau? <laughs> they actually just have like like fucking yeah. They have real sorts. There's like actual knights piloting these helicopters. Oh holy Maybe shit! Maybe this is just an holy expansion. shit. Maybe it's just an expansion. Oh holy on shit! On Mordhau. Oh fuck! I okay. Hold on. Hold on. So I love. I, I a little little touchback to a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've been playing Warhammer, and one of the big things I want to get into is the knights thing. It is just a medieval world that stumbled across mech technology. Yes, the, well, helicopter technology. So that's it. So it's a medieval world that stumbled across uh, a, like 
helicopters buried in the in the soil of their planet or whatever, right? And they're like, we should label them with our heraldry and do battle with Hell them. Hell yeah. So the king has ordered the finest helicopter jousting tournament in the world. This game cool is cool, actually. This game sounds... I want to put a pin in this one. <laughs> okay, sweet, sweet. I, I like helicopter I, jousting. I, I like do, this, I like, do. knights in shining helicopters. Oh, fuck. That's the, that's the slogan to that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have another submission for you. Okay, go ahead. This submission comes from Zargo on Twitter, at mm-hmm. sorry J Zargo. Zargo suggests... A hunter from Monster Hunter gets sucked into the Pokemon world, and you must stop him before there are no legendary Pokemon left alive. Okay, AJ, because you've played well, how many hours of Monster? Like 300 hours? More? More. Jesus. Not enough, okay. I would say. Okay, so how would we go about stopping your character from going on a massive kill spree? Because anytime I talk to you about Monster Hunter, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to make a, make a sword out of this dude's eyes like fuck you know um so you're kind of insane your character's a little insane they're, yes. they're very power hungry. The, the, the hunter exists on a desire for shirts and murder uh-huh. and that's about it there's a uh-huh. whole plot line in the monster hunter games but no it's it never very... really matters <laughs> the hunter's motivated entirely by shirts and armor <laughs> oh god i could picture this getting really like fucked up like the, the part that frustrates me is i'm thinking about all the pokemon out there and i'm like fuck i would really like to see entei murdered and turned into a shirt no he would make an excellent this is fucked up but he would make an excellent like game of thrones cloak yeah where you just like his armor it. would be so yeah. cool like his like mouth like his whole mandible mouth thing would be uh. like the collar of the monster or he, hunter or, armor. The, or the person just wears it like it's just like a hood that they put on the entei thing and you just, oh and like, it's like a viking looking yeah, thing yeah 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 yes. oh, okay holy shit this I, so the goal is I, to I, not let the hunter get that armor because see, if they get it because like see i'm i was i'm i'm <laughs> I think I'm more into the idea of hunting Pokemon and turning all, them into shirts. Don't tell anybody. I want to be able to murder Pokemon <laughs> and turn them into clubs and cool swords. Because can you imagine like finding Scyther or a uh, Scizor? Oh shit! Killing and, a Scizor and, and then getting like the hands armor? and using those as dual blades. Oh holy shit! Actually, and then like taking the exoskeleton, you wear it as an arm. You just take his shell yes oh fuck this is fucked up but i love it actually okay okay maybe okay 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 i don't want to take away the joy of killing and turning pokemon into clothes away from people uh-huh so i don't know if a game where you're entirely trying to stop the the monster hunter from turning all of them into shirts mm-hmm. is a game that people would want to play so i propose I propose an asymmetrical video game. Okay. Where there are two, it's an MMO, uh-huh. and there are two classes. Uh-huh. There are hunters, and there are trainers. Oh, okay. So I'm into this. I'm super into this, actually. And maybe, maybe it's built in a way that, like, because the hunter is built on this idea of like you are the ultimate hunter. Uh-huh. Maybe there's like very, very few hunters per server, uh-huh. and lots and lots and lots of Pokemon trainers per server. You know, weird... and the Pokemon trainers are trying to stop the hunters. Weird side thought about this. This would make a fucking excellent little D and D campaign. <laughs> just like th- no, think about that. It's just like you're hunting, like you're you because people have done like. You know, you live in a Pokemon world now, and you're going to Pokemon train. No, I think the idea of, like, hunting down a Scyther or, like, going, oh, fuck, or, like, getting a Deox- like a piece of Deoxys' leg and using it as a staff or something, just, like, like how fucking crazy would that be? I want you... The joy that you're having right now yeah. is the joy that I get every time I play Monster Hunter. Please come play Monster Hunter I'm, with me, Blake. I'm playing Mechter Exodus. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm, in the bit, I'm in the middle of shooting and having great times in Russia. Maybe... I don't know if Deoxys' leg would make a really, really cool weapon, uh-huh. but I'm very interested in Deoxys' arm being a weapon because... Mm. The, like, it's that, like that spirally it, bit, right? It's always transforming. The big hand, the spirally oh, hand, you know the what little it, hand, the you know double hands. Be, you know what would be super, super cool? It's like it's like a gauntlet at first that just wraps itself around your arm, so it, like you can bend it and stuff. But whenever you need it, you can turn it into whatever weapon you want, like a like the Green Lantern ring. It's That's like, not how Monster Hunter works. Well, uh, well, this isn't Monster Hunter. Dick Although face. it would make an excellent charge blade because <laughs> Sorry, then, it, then the three forms of it being like axe, Ooh. sword and shield, and then like the more charged axe that See, we got in Iceborne. Here's here's this here's this here's this because I don't think tell me if they've ever done this in Monster Hunter. It's one weapon that is all classes at nope. once. You can do that. You can do that. I think so if like, you can kill Arceus, god uh-huh. of all Pokemon, glory be unto him. 
<laughs> you can get a weapon that will let you on the fly change between all 14 weapon classes. You know, it's really. And so the goal of the Pokemon trainers is to build up teams and like they play Pokemon uh-huh. mostly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The, the Pokemon battles would play out a little bit more like a tactics game uh-huh. when the players are controlling the Pokemon. And their goal is to try to get all of the hunters killed mm-hmm. before the hunters are able to kill RCS. And I think that once the servers are complete, uh-huh. the game's over. Okay. It, it may be one way because, like, I'm trying to think of, like, how can we take the best of both worlds? I think it is a – they get teleported to an island or some world where there is a limited amount of Pokemon. So mm-hmm. there's a hunt. Say there's 50 players. No, say there's, say there's 30 players, but there's 60 Pokemon. So each side is going around, either the trainers are catching Pokemon, and the hunters are hunting them to build armor. So they, it's, a, it's a fight to get to the last Pokemon. So there's limited resources, and, and if you beat a trainer, you get all their Pokemon and can turn them into armor. Or if you're a trainer, you can beat the hunters and get and maybe you have some healing potion or something like that. It's like Battle Royale. Uh, we could do it as a Battle Royale. Let's but, put a pin in this. Yeah, I, I, like this, I like this game a lot. Do you have another submission? I do. You want to do some lightning round stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well, I have one more nug. Oh, you have one more nug? I've got one more potential nug. Okay. I want. <laughs> Speaking of asymmetrical games, this one comes to us uh, from email uh, from Rafael Contreras. Thank you again. You've been like giving us submissions like every week. We really appreciate it. Um, a co-op game where one player parties. Meanwhile, the other studies the blade. AJ, real quick question, drop of a dime. You got a decision to make. Okay. Are you the party or the one who studies the blade? We're gonna say it on th- three, two, one. Studies party. the blade. Okay. okay. Sorry. Cool. All right. So we're on the same. We're on the same page. We're here. on the same page. Yes. I'm out there. <laughs> I when we load into this game, I'm out oh. there. I'm maybe it's like kind of Sims like. Oh, can I add one more thing? Because there was one more addition to this. Okay. Because Raphael did post this on our Twitter as well. There was a second part to that statement. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was like while you were out partying, I was studying the blade. While you were out having premarital sex, I was, I, <laughs> I was learning super moves or some shit like that. So on three, you need, wait, so what, on three, wait, 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 so, what is the rest of it? <laughs> you can't just say or some shit. Is the submission? I'm sorry, I got buried. I, I tried finding it, but I couldn't find it. Don't worry, daddy's on it. Don't you're not daddy. Sorry, daddy's on it. When you were having premarital sex, I mastered the blockchain. <laughs> While you were wasted, <laughs> while you wasted your days at the gym in pursuit of vanity, I cultivated inner strength. <laughs> and now that the world is on fire and the barbarians are at the gate, you have the audacity to come to me for help. <laughs> okay, asymmetrical right. co-op game. One okay. person. Now plays... we, know, we know the setup, though. The, so barbarians are coming to the gate. Barbarians are here. So does each party have to fight in their own way? Like one person is an overpowered internet nerd? And the other one is... Just a fuckboy. A frat boy. Yeah, just a, is you have you have Chad and you have that other dude. You have Ch- Yes, you have <laughs> Chad and Incel. And, 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 and <laughs> this is my blade. Although... <laughs> the maybe, only woman I will ever... <laughs> I argue that I'm... Here's the thing. I don't want to give incels any sort of attention there's an episode of some csi thing where incels got validation they're like oh check it out incels exist and i want to erase that they exist okay so i think that the two classes are chad and chad's nerdy cousin who i don't have a name for so we're gonna call him chris chris chad and chris chad and chris aj i want to pitch you a game really quick okay i think the the moral of the story here is that both sides suck so it's a game about frat boys and incel and or sorry, it's about it's about chads and incels. Both sides are toxic. Both sides have just bad fucking qualities. So okay, how about, wait, wait, wait. Time, about, time, how, out, time, how, out, time 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 out. Yeah. If I have to listen to you say the words that like, oh, I don't like chads, I'm not going to be able to look you in the eyes the same way anymore. But I okay for more specific, there's the fuckboy and then there's the incel. Okay, we'll call them fuckboys. Okay. I'm fine with that because both sides are toxic. Both sides are shitty. Just opinions about sure. everything. They're fucking awful. So what if we make a game that is all about making fun of those? So playing playing this game is excruciating as an I incel. was going to say, it's excruciating to think of about a video game del- built explicitly yeah, so, to make fun of fuckboys and incels. Yeah, so it's like they're both trying to... Fu- like He's like, I mastered the blade, and then he goes out there, and his cheap like fucking knockoff sword from I don't know Corito from uh, from what's from what Corito sword from Sword Art Online oh yeah he just takes it into battle and then it fucking breaks 
And he's like, I, I don't know how to deal with this situation. And then the game just fucking sucks. It's a sucky three-minute <laughs> game that you don't charge anybody for. It's just a game to shit on incels and fuckboys. So, like, a fuckboy goes, goes out into battle. He's like, oh, shit, I got to fight the fuck boys Can I just like, fuck it? The fuckboy shows up, and he's like, yeah, I'm definitely going to go out there and help you with the fight. And then he ghosts you. <laughs> yeah. And then he texts you after the fight. He's like, hey. <laughs> then he texts you after the fight. It's like, he says, hey, you want to see you my dick? <laughs> Eggplant emoji. <laughs> Eggplant sword emoji. How, how's the fight going? I miss you. Eggplant emoji sword emoji. <laughs> I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy fighting on the other side of the castle. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> All right. All right. Do you have a game other than this masterpiece of fuckboyery i got a two-part submission okay sweet this two-part submission comes from nina bennett at fridgy 94 and alex at yaoi writes the twitter <laughs> handle is at straw hat pudding <laughs> these are two submissions and i want you to kind of pick which one you want to explore more okay all right right on you play as one of the girl options in a harem game and you have to get the boy to choose you. But as the game slowly progresses, you realize he's actually literally the worst. And you <laughs> got to choose if he's right for you. Okay. The second submission. What about an on-dating sim where you have to turn off as many guys as possible and you lose if any of them fall in love with you? Oh, God. <laughs> Is this... Wait, AJ, 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 what? AJ. Okay. What if we combine this game with our last... With the fuckboy game? Stick with me. Okay. So you're a ba- you. you're a badass female warrior that is in the middle of defending her hometown, but okay. you also have to fight you also have to fight off the 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 unhealthy love of incels. So it's a dating game as well as it's a it's a fighting game because it like then it's not ju- it's a game that makes fun of incel culture and fuckboy culture, but it's also like super empowering because like she it's god of war levels of badassery. Okay, okay. So like they're just like they have they they have their giant like you're playing as like essentially the barbarian queen. Yeah, the barbarian queen. But side note, the one that submitted this um, was our buddy Alex, right? Yes. We have a nickname for for her in our friend group called Dick Smasher Alex. So okay, <laughs> She's great. She's we'll, very we'll run funny. with this for a little bit though. Okay, okay. so we have our main character. Yeah. Dick Smasher Alex. Yeah. The actual character, not our friend, a character that we're going to construct right now. Yeah. Wears hot pink, like, badass Viking armor. Hot pink, badass Viking armor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Braided hair. Yeah. I'm thinking, did you ever play, <laughs> what was the name of that? Horizon Zero Dawn? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, Sweet. but maybe, like, eight inches taller. Mm-hmm. And like add two hundred pounds of muscle. Okay, so it's just it's just the style and wardrobe of Horizon Zero Dawn, but then it's just Zenyatta, not Zenyatta. What the rush? The Russian Zarya? Zarya? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe like just like, like Zarya yeah, size, giant fucking barbarian like, like queen, bers- like berserk level sword size. Yes, just to kick some serious. I'm in love already. She's great. <laughs> so this is Dick Smasher Alex. Dick Smasher our, Alex, the game. Our Six and a half foot tall giant barbarian yeah, queen. Yeah, that somehow gets Manic Pixie Dream Girled all the time. Yes. By all She's the- <laughs> being Manic Pixie Dream Girled by a surplus of chads uh-huh. and a surplus of incels. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We can I- talk about the combat in a little bit, but right now I want to focus on the story of it. I, I, I here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love the idea of it being a combat game. You know why? Wait. Hold on. Wait. No, 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 no. AJ's got this. Please give me this okay, one. Please, okay, Blake, okay, please, okay, please, okay, please okay, give, okay, me, go Blake, go give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Fuck, go. Shut up. Go. <laughs> I need I need to pull up the other thing. We have chads and uh-huh. we have incels. Uh-huh. It's a battle game. Uh-huh. The goal is to make them on love you. Uh-huh. But as you have them on your team, as they love you and if you screw up and like they fall in love with you more, their skills come into the combat more. I think it's like a squad-based top-down beat 'em up. And so like you play the game sort of like like a rogue or not a rogue like but like a top-down Yeah. No, it's not a commander game because your character's still on there and you have units. I'm thinking like Moonlighter. Oh, okay. Okay. Or yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Enter yeah. the Gungeon, like that control, yeah, that yeah, isometric yeah, yeah, yeah. beat em up style. And you can call in supports from the characters that are in love with you. Uh-huh. These characters have different skills, such as Party, The Blade, Premarital Sex, oh, The Blockchain. Premarital Sex is just the bard. It's, it has to be. Pursuit of Vanity. Uh-huh. Inner Strength. 
Inner That's strength it. is a stand user. <laughs> That's, those are the six skills that these characters will have. Okay. And okay. so I want to create six love interests that are the worst, mm-hmm. who each of them have a special ability in one of these six categories. Three incels, three chads. Okay. I, I like this idea, just the main I, I have I'm conflicted about it because I, you were saying like the more they love you, the better they are at their skills. Okay, the less they love you, the better they are. Okay. Or I, the I less like, they love you, the more the chads will ghost on you. I'd like that I it, like I, I don't like that idea actually. You know why? Because it se- it sends the message that like people should be okay with like people should be okay. I know we're a comedy video game design podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we our last episode was poop flavored, okay? So <laughs> it was hey, no. Yeah. <laughs> poop flavored? It was it was it was you know, we told a lot of poop and potty jokes. Okay, just stay with me. Just get over it. Get no, over please it. Please nobody over. eat our podcast. <laughs> Do not consume it. I've heard it tastes like poop. <laughs> okay. I don't like the idea of that message because that's basically saying, hey, if you're being Manic Pixie Dream Girl, just deal with it because they're, you're going to get their help. I think it should be more over like you need to – they are so fucking lost in love with you that you need to crush their heart to where they can focus on being actually good in combat. Okay. Because I feel that – I feel the whole message there is that it's like, no, you need to stand up for yourself. Tell these fuckers to fuck off, and they need to deal with like they need to realize that there's more important shit than just falling in. Okay, like, saying okay, okay. I need right. I need to have somebody to be in love with to matter. You know, fuck those people. Yeah, no, that shit yeah. sucks. It's so, so bad. And I yeah. don't want. You're right. I don't want yeah. the people to think that we're incentivizing that. Yeah. If we can create a video game that tells people to stop being fuckboys and yeah. to stop blaming at, girls at, for not being the, into them. Look at the bigger issues in here. You're being invaded by a bunch of, like a horde of barbarian zombies. <laughs> Which is basically what our real political climate feels like. <laughs> Did you throw in the word barbarian zombies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck so, it. We're hey, in here. Here's, here's, here, and here's the reason that the barbarians are invading. Because one of them came back and told a, a story of yore about this the most beautiful woman in all of all of the land, and they're coming to claim our main character for their king. So it's a forced marriage bullshit. Okay. So she needs to, and they're gonna they're gonna kill everybody in this kingdom. So there's nobody standing because they think it's like they think they're defending her. Okay. Like they yeah, don't think I, she's an, they don't know she's they, an actual yeah, warrior. Yeah, they don't know that she's basically out here kicking ass. Yeah, the whole they don't time. know she's the fucking queen of okay, this badass okay. town. How does this game? Who are these characters? Who uh-huh. are these boys? Uh-huh. I think it's I think it's a level of like what's that one what's that one game you call where it's like it's just as much as a visual novel as it is like a top-down strategy game. Fire Emblem. Okay, it's like Fire Emblem with the visual novel parts where you do team party management and you can like do you can pursue different stories within yes. it. Okay. But then when it jumps to the combat, it's not RT, it's not strategy. It's like you move like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yes. Where you yes, can yes, jump yes. between all of the different characters. Okay. Okay. So like, but obviously the chat the two chads and the two fuckboys, they do have their skills because at the end of the day, you're only they allowed are to bring people. one chad and one incel with you. Okay. You're going in as a team of three. Okay. So you can jump between them for their specific things. Because at the end of the day, Incels, weirdly enough, still people too. They have their skills. They yes. have their personality. They just have a, f- a fucked the, up mindset. The goal of the game is yeah. then to get all of the incels to be more confident in themselves, so that they're mm. not like manic pixie dream girl. So that the they time. don't think that like they need Dick Smasher Alex to be a complete person. Yeah, and you're trying to get all the chads to realize that they have their own unique interests. Yeah, that will actually get them. Like for example. There's the whole thing. Of They're like, realizing they didn't need to focus so much on their body image or weigh their own personal value on how much they fuck. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And they have to learn that through the trials of combat and trust in their commander. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. I think we've cracked it. This is the nug, I think. Okay. <laughs> this is pretty fucking cool. I, we need to crack these boys. Okay. We have three on each. Okay. So let's just break them down in pairs. Okay. We have, when you were partying, I studied the blade. Okay. So, so it's, it's, it's fuckboy Zoro. So he's just a guy that has a bunch of blades no, no, on no, him no. at these all times. No, these are time. two boys. Oh, these are two boys. Oh. These, every one of these paragraphs, that's right, we have that's right. two sides. That's we have, right. That's right. So these two characters would be the incel of being I studied the blade uh-huh. and then when you were partying. So the other one is like this full-on extroverted party boy. Okay. He's wearing a, shutter shades and a backwards hat and his shoes light up. I have an idea for you. I have an idea for you. So it doesn't say when it was studying the blade. It doesn't. It, that doesn't have to mean he was studying how to use it. So he's a person that knows how to make swords and is very, very good at making swords. 
And he's tra- he his thing is is he has a collection of swords. And you know why he has a collection of swords? Why does he have a collection Each of swords? Each sword was a, a sword he tried making to impress a woman that didn't. <laughs> so he has become a merchant. <laughs> okay. So th- if you take him along on your party, he'll gather up extra items. He'll gather up extra items, and he can carry a multitude of swords for you to use. Yes, he, if so, you bring him in the arm yeah. and stuff, he can like carry things yeah. extra for you. He has yeah. like the most resource space. Yeah. So his lesson by the end of the game is is that he realizes, you know what? I need to be my own person. I love sword making. I'm going to make swords for me. And then he sells all of the swords that he try that he made yes. for all the, that's his personal character development. That he's like, "Fuck, you know what? I I can't. This is fucked up. I need to look at myself as a person." Okay. You know? That's fair. And then the party guy. The party guy. Yes. Backwards hat. Shutter shades, light up shoes. Yield shutter shades. They're like it. No, no. It's our. It's a. It's a. It's, it's our day. Shutter no, 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 shades. no, no, no. It's a. It's a night helmet where the visor is just shutter <laughs> shades. So uh, you were out partying. I think yeah. that he's actually like a support character. Okay. I think that like as you level him, he's like up, a bard kind of. He's thing. like a bard. You realize that like. He's like this wild, wild party animal because he's just always trying to make sure that people around him are having a good time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like that's the issue that he has. So does the he just carry has? a loot around him? He's like, "Hey, play me a buffing up, a buff up jam." He's like, "Okay." I think he's more of. I think he has a boombox. Okay, sweet. Like yield boombox. Like you. Know, I want this to take place in this weird, like, like medieval current, but, but medieval <laughs> thing. Like, okay. do you remember? Um, did you watch Samurai Champloo? Oh, yeah, that same aesthetic. There's that yeah. scene where there's a guy that has a boombox in one of the and episodes. And headphones. Yeah, 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 I it's remember. It's the most bizarre thing. Yeah. I want that. <laughs> so, like, it's a boombox, but maybe it's made of rock and wood. Oh, I'm so fucking into that, dude. And then, like, instead of cassette tapes, they just have, like, they just have magic scrolls. It's like, hey, can you toss me a scroll? Yes, and, and he like, feeds it in the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I think that the partier is, like... He he's a support character. He mm-hmm. he plays music for other people, and as you get to level him up, he realizes that he just wants to try to make other people have a good time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what it might be? Hmm. It could be that like maybe say he did have a bad relationship or something, or maybe maybe he didn't have a bad relationship in the past, but it was more over like he something didn't go right with a girl, and he didn't process that he was the problem. So he's gone his whole life thinking that like maybe it's like. Oh no! I, 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 girls are the people that are the problem. It's not me. I want to make a rewind, and, and I want to make one amendment. Okay, because you and I are concerned about like the the accidental message we're giving. Uh-huh. None of these character arcs come through by having Dick Smasher Alex talk to these boys. Yeah, they're just they are character it on their own. arcs that the boys make through conversations with each other. There's like support. Oh, shit. There's like a whole support chain throughout the game, right? Like uh-huh, there's uh-huh. support rankings, like the uh, Fire Emblem games. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if you take the partier and the bladesman uh-huh. out on the battlefield together, they'll have their own discussion. Oh, holy shit! And their bond will go. And then when you go back into like uh-huh. the they'll base, learn from you can one another. see the scenes that they have together uh-huh, uh-huh. on relating to the scenes with Dick Smasher. So Alex. it's so it's also sending the message that it's like they the girl doesn't need to be the person. No, that she it super needs to, doesn't need to be. Needs... She doesn't need to be their babysitting their relationship that's their, so fucking cool their growth comes from them actually gaining friends with each other oh holy shit i love this that's such a cool because that reminds me of that one game you were playing uh recently on the switch right which one uh octopath traveler where like everybody has their own interactions and stuff like that yeah it happens really rarely i think yeah. fire Emblem's still a better example of like mm. characters because fire emblem has a whole thing where like all the characters will have support chains and yeah. support discussions that's with each such other. a cool idea yes. and then like how does because it, it is just as much a visual novel how does it how do we put uh dick smasher alex in that situation as well i don't think we need to i think that we'll we'll have a, like a menu you can go to and then you can see that scene between partier and blade man mm-hmm. and dick smasher alex isn't in that scene at all we just we see that scene as the viewer of the game i think there should be some level of like because from the perspective of some, this is something she has to fucking deal with. So I think she should get some scenes of like having to turn people down, being like, maybe they're in the middle of a fucking. Because you know, like the people will be like, "Hey, I know you're going through something, but I want to be, I want, I want to be here for you, so you'll love me," you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that whole bullshit. I think she should experience that. Maybe they're just like something serious just happened, where like they found out, um, I don't know, like her father just got stolen by the zombie barbarians or something like that and she's mourning and she needs somebody as a friend mm-hmm. and then some one of the party members abuses that and then it has this whole argument so then maybe that affects the the following level or something yeah, like, that. like for the I next... feel I feel we should address that because I I I feel there's some really cool storytelling you can do here that also can affect gameplay when we, when we get to the 
when we actually sit down one day and make a whole pitch, <laughs> I agree. I'm I'm just really fascinated with this concept because I think it's really fucking cool. Okay. Uh, we have two more characters that we can build. We do have we, four more total. Do we want to do some lightning round and then we can come back and final actually or and finalize this game? Because I think this is the uh, this is the nut. Yeah, I think I think we're both really passionate about this. Yes, I think this. I think it sends a cool message. I want to. I, I want to finish really building cool. our characters. Okay. I want to name our our six companions. Okay. And then I want to talk about the central hub, uh-huh. and then we'll name it. That's okay. my. That's my. That's AJ Hart's roadmap for this game. Okay. All right. So let's talk uh, really quickly. I want to discuss the hub, if you don't mind. Is it just a tavern that they all hang out at? I think it's like a full-on, like, snowy campsite. Wait, hold on. Here it is. Here it is. And it goes through seasons over the course of the game. Here it is. Yeah, it's a snowy campsite because this is where everybody, all the young adventurers go to train. So it's like a dorm. It's a dorm. uh, Yeah, it's like a dorm place. Yeah, it's a dorm place, but it's for, like, night training. Yeah. So that's where all the hub is, and so you can go to like you can go to the the food tent, you can go to the armor tent. Yeah, and, and like that's where you can do all people. like the micromanaging. Every yeah. single one of them has a place that they go yep, hang yep, out yep, in yep. a lot. I'm into that. Okay, so let's talk. When about you our were boys. having premarital sex, I mastered blockchain. Now blockchain, I know they're talking about the the computer thing. I think it I think this magic. is our tank. Really? I think that blockchain is our is the first tank character we can get, and so blockchain has the unique ability that like. Later on in the game, like if you have an enemy attacking you, blockchain's character will jump in front of Dick Smasher Alex and protect her. Oh, and then real and his arc is realizing he's like, no, she can protect herself. Yeah, I don't need to do this. Exactly. That's cool. Okay, so a tank that's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like Kanasuba. It's like, put me in. Yeah, I will take this. this. <laughs> he, he's a tank that thinks that like, oh, because I'm willing to take care of all the hard stuff for Dick Smasher Alex, she'll fall in love with me. Like it's uh, that mentality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is a wild experience because it's just us shitting on the different kinds of people we know our friends have dealt with. Yeah, no, this is something that a good amount of our female friends have dealt with, and it's fucked it up. It sucks. It yeah. sucks watching this happen. Yeah, yeah. And it also sucks knowing that I've done shit like this before. Yeah. it's it, We were 14 once. On behalf of uh, all 14-year-old boys. Yeah. Shitty. Might be. Yeah. Might no, be. I- I think it'll get better with time, you know. And just like we just what about ga- games like this need to happen to teach boys to not be fucking exactly. assholes. <laughs> what is the, when you were having premarital sex? I think it's somebody maybe. <laughs> Go on. This okay. I'm not gonna say who did this in our friend. And, uh, it's a friend of ours that was like, "Man, I have a crush on this girl, but I really want to bang her best friend." So he is banging the main character's best friend. So he's having premarital sex and is like, "I love you and I'll be with you." But and he, he can't tells stop. He tells Dick Smasher Alex yeah. all the time that he's so in love with her and he loves her. Yeah. But the support chains that you see through the other characters. Yeah. He has a side piece. Yeah. Like he's, he's fuck- in he's, a relationship. He's with somebody. fucking her best friend. Yes. Yes. Yes, like, yes. And he's like, "I don't understand why she won't love me." Like I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go p- complain and sad fuck her best friend because I don't care about her. That bo- he's that asshole. Yes. Oh holy shit! And his arc is realizing is like that he no. has this relationship that he needs to work on. Yeah. Or get out of. Yeah. I think it's. I think. I think he should get out of it because he's hurting the other girl. Yeah. That's. A or good point. could. Or it could be that he's realizing to respect the other girl's feelings. One of, like one of those two. Yeah. I think that that'll kind of depend on which characters he ends up getting like the oh. max support rank hey, with wait, first. Hey AJ, you know, what'd be really cool as a background thing. What's up? So. How about that girl dumps his ass when she finds out it's like that he has a crush on her best friend? Oh yeah, and that could be and like then, somewhere. And around. then she dates one of the other dudes who got kind of healthier. <gasps> yeah. So like he dates Sword Dude, and like maybe maybe the whole thing is is like, I think this game will have a level of polish built into it that depending mm-hmm. on where your characters are ranked, yeah. the side plots will happen at different levels oh, fuck, depending that's on so like, cool. like, like you'll hit the turn of the season uh-huh, and uh-huh. like maybe blockchain is really really like you've macked out blockchains like yeah, personal yeah, 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 growth yeah. arc yeah and so like maybe she'll start dating blockchain instead but somebody mm-hmm. else will have different characters mm-hmm, at different levels mm-hmm. and that'll play out differently yeah because i think that i think fuck this game i'm actually really, I'm really stoked about this, this game <laughs> next two uh-huh while you wasted your days at the gym in pursuit of vanity i cultivated inner strength Okay. This is our DPS character. He's like a really, really big, I tough think, gym guy. I think it should be the person with the inner strength is the mage, because yes, I, yes, because yes, they yes, use because yes, I'm thinking yes, like you yes, know like D and D where they use like um ghost ghost claw or something where they actually can summon like a ethereal being. So it's like a stand user. Yes, yes, and that's his inner strength. Well, like he has some sort of like Wait, magic form. AJ, AJ, what's up? You know, be so fucking cool. What he's like? What if his inner strength or like his stand? Is his idealized version of himself, and he's like always—he's <laughs> always comparing himself to his 
So it's like this wizard looking kid yeah. who has this like really, really powerful, like like hot, chiseled, like hot just chiseled. the idea of what every incel thinks Chad is. Like a Merlin who yeah. fucks. Yeah. So hovers over him at all times. Yeah. So he realizes his character arc is like he has badass, like cool powers, but over the poor source of the game, his the- stand is just becomes more like him. Yes, yeah. I was about yeah. to say that his idolized version becomes closer to him until like by the end of the game, his like unique skill uh-huh. is that you have two spellcasters at all times because oh. He's like Holy has this shit. idolized version of himself uh-huh. that is just him. He's yeah, been it's Guiji to... basically. Yes, he gets a Guiji. Yeah, <laughs> and okay. then and then your what's your what's your big the other boy? Our our other boy. Um, uh-huh. While you wasted your days in the gym in pursuit of vanity, I think he should be. I think it's two people. Oh. Because it's kind of like it's a little similar to the Stan thing. It's twin brothers that ha- that have fallen in love with the with the girl with okay. Dick Smasher Alex, but they both are beautiful and they've fallen in love with looking at each other and because they're like, oh, he looks just like me. I'm no, no, not not like in the the, the thingy way, but like, <laughs> okay, maybe it's just a person that always carries a mirror on them. How about that? I like that a lot. I'm, okay. Hey, Blake. Yeah. Way more comfortable with that one. Well, I'm trying to think. It's like it's like two it's two dudes that think they're superior to everybody. You know, they they share the same looks. It's not like, oh, I'm in love with him because he look. This is this isn't Devil May Cry, okay? Where they <laughs> shut, <up. laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, hey, shut up. AJ, we looked it up. Guess how? Guess what? The top fucking fan fiction is for Devil May Cry. It's Dante, it's Dante X's fucking brother. And it which, sucks. It's terrible. The internet is terrible. The AJ. Internet's a bad place. Next Please. video, next video game we're doing is about the shitty fucking fanfic culture out there <laughs> the shitty incest fanfic but culture. we need to talk about this this gym bro okay he's ripped his shit uh-huh what's another he very he, oh he's it. the cleric he's the cleric because the god he worships his own image and like the idea is like he's also like he's like a healer because he's always like telling people like you know, you shouldn't be eating that. <laughs> he, he tosses people power bars. Doritos? <laughs> Seriously? Here, have a power bar. Here, here's a fresh banana I just picked. <laughs> and then it's, and then him, re- like, his character arc is that he, like, he starts off as this, like, really, really vain, really, really big muscle head. And his character arc is that he, like, turns into, like, this real foodie person that's, like, into nutrition, uh-huh. but isn't into, like, like it, it, it's not that he's like super vain. In the, like I need to make sure I always look my best at all times, and that's uh-huh. why I stay to the gym. It's like I need to make sure that I'm treating my body well. I'm not in it to make sure that I look like a god. I'm make, in it to make sure I feel like a god. I how about this? How about this? Because there was that one thing with Jason Momoa, like recent. There was a story you're telling me where he's like he went on set. He's like, oh, am I gonna have to have abs for this? Yeah, like, it's, it's 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 unhealthy and it's fucked up. Exactly. Like, he's because, still like really really powerful, but he, like Jason Momoa doesn't have a six yeah, pack right now so, because it's tough to maintain. Yeah. So he's like, you know, it's like fuck it, dude. I like drinking mead. I'm going to drink mead and I'm going to have a good time. And we create this but, really, really healthy gym, yeah, bro. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, I, I go because I don't, you know, like heart issues running. My, my dad died because he was unhealthy yeah. or something like that. Or maybe because I'm trying to think all of their problems stem from like a fractured view of relationships. Yes. So maybe it's like maybe his first girlfriend or somebody was like, I, I don't know if I want to paint. I think the importance of this game is that no females are painted in a bad light. But maybe and it's also like, that I don't want females to be painted in a bad light. And I also mm-hmm. don't want any of these characters to have to go through character growth that is guided by a female character that's true that's i want every single one of these boys to be motivated by their friends okay okay so how about this how about this so maybe he grew up in um with a bunch of dude friends in the night and uh, like he grew up in a toxic gym environment yeah so like all the dudes around was like no you need to be you are your your value as a person is is based entirely on on how deep your muscles are chiseled so then he's realizing he's like fuck dude you know like um, and his whole thing is just like she's tr- his inner battle is he's trying to get Dick Shaxter Alex to compliment his muscles. Yeah, because that's how he values himself. He sees this like super yeah. powerful buff woman, and, and he's, he's like, like I- I'm t- I'm tougher. Yeah, I'm bigger and tougher. And then he realizes like, and maybe their whole thing by the end of it is like their final scene is just like them sharing a thing of mead as friends. Yeah, you know, just like I, I think that'd be really charming if yeah. you get a nice scene at the end. Like once like every character's reached the end of their character growth arc, mm-hmm. then Dick Smash. Alex can have a scene with them like as a, like, friends. Yeah, just like as people, yes. which is, I think, the whole goal. So we've talked a lot about the dudes. Is Does Dick Smasher Alex have any growth? Like, what does she have to learn? 
I think Dick Smasher yeah. Alex's plotline is entirely tied unrelated to any of these boys. It's just this journey of her trying to conquer uh, b- zombie barbarians that are coming to trying steal to defend her. her family yeah. and trying to get her father back because he's okay. been stolen by zombie barbarians. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you mentioned that like there's a little bit of trauma and like turbulence and the fact that like she's lost her dad after he's been kidnapped and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. she doesn't know if he's going to be a zombie barbarian or not. Mm-hmm. <gasps> What? Maybe one of the final bosses is her having to fight her zombie barbarian dad? What? Oh, shit. That's fucking cool, actually. But her whole plotline is so unconnected <laughs> to any of these trash boys. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. And it could, be, it could be that maybe the, str- the struggle that she's dealing with is, and I think this is something that a lot of women She deal doesn't with. have a real she support have a, network. She does not have a support network. Because all of the people around her are just trying to get into her pants. They're not yeah. her friends. Yeah. They're just dudes that want to be with her. Yeah. And so she's realizing, and then, like, not realizing, but she's, like, getting the opportunity to actually, like... By Every the time t- you when- get one of these boys to S rank and you can have, or, like, their S rank arc, and you can have that friend scene with her, mm-hmm. she gets a huge buff. Mm-hmm. So, she yeah, she gets, like, a friend buff. It could be, like, maybe, um, like, and also, like, a cool story beat. It's like for the first time that all of them like realize to put their bullshit aside to be here for her is when her dad gets stolen. Like middle of the game, it's like because they're starting to learn to be better. I think that's going to be the first point that the that gamers realize the characters that they provided for uh-huh. step up to that scene. Yeah. That scene will always be different based yeah. on what characters are at the right benchmarks yeah. for that. So scene. like if you worked on Muscly Dude, he's like he just comes over, he's like he hands her a thing of mead and sits in silence. He's like realizing yeah, or she maybe, just needs maybe somebody because to he's to. the biggest and buffest one. Like uh-huh. when that happens, he he's the one that walks over and maybe picks up the body. Because, like, that is a level of, like... Oh, shit. Like, right? Like, he's... Of the boys, he's the only one tough enough to do it because he's... Mm -hmm. Her dad was such a massive guy. Yeah, yeah. And so he carries that burden for Or it could be that it's just, like, it it varies. So it could be, like, if you decided to max out everybody before that point, they all chip in. Yes. But if you only max out one or two, it's just those two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the characters that have gotten to the right point for that story to be. I think that's that's really interesting. That's... This is, like, wicked... Cool. I think I'd actually <laughs> like this game. <laughs> what do we name it? I think either Dick, I think Dick Smasher Alex is a great. <laughs> I, I I think it's I think it's. Perfect. I think Dick Smasher Alex <laughs> naming the game Dick Smasher Alex is really fun. Actually, either that it has like an energy of like lollipop chainsaw to me. Yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe we put a little medieval spin on it somehow. We could focus more on the zombie barbarian invasion aspect and just call it zombie <laughs> barbarian invasion. <laughs> hey AJ. I love Zombie what we... Barbarian Invasion. I love... Or is it, is it Zombie Barbarian Apocalypse? I'm trying to have a moment with you. Oh, I'm sorry. I love what we do. I love what we do. This is I'm, fun. I'm hoping you guys enjoy this too. Because <laughs> we just went on an hour, like an hour-long tirade about incels and Chad. And, uh, I'm so like, glad that emotional... we fixed toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah, two white straight cis males have fixed toxic masculinity. Thank God. The people who <laughs> yeah. come from those problems were the ones to fix it. High five, Blake. We solved it. <laughs> I mean, and on that note, ready to go to patch notes? Yeah, I'm ready to go to patch notes. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to patch notes. We hope you have been enjoying the podcast thus far. But one cool little announcement we had uh, we said it a couple episodes back, we actually started doing fan shout outs. So if you guys want to go see a fun little video game uh, competition where AJ and I kick the shit out of each other <laughs> to compete over fan shout outs, go to our YouTube channel at Spiritual Successor Podcast. And if you want to be part of this next episode that we do on the podcast, or if you want to be part of the fan shout-out video itself, go ahead and give us some submissions for video games. We take them from Twitter, at SpiritualSuck, with two Cs, from email, at SpiritualSuccessorPodcast at gmail.com, and Reddit. We're still using the old Cool Games Inc. Reddit. One more thing, if you guys uh, know anybody that used to listen to the old Cool Games Inc. podcast, or if you know any gamers that would be interested in checking out our podcast, please share it with them. Share this also with any chads or incels you know. I'm sure they could use listening to this. And then, of course, if you guys could leave us a rating or a review wherever you listen to the podcast, just a, just a couple taps really helps us out. Keep tuning in every Thursday for art on Twitter or on the Cool Games Inc. Reddit. Blake I'm, I'm posts those. 
every I'm going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to make like a, just a horde of chads. And I'm then, really like, curious to see. Oh, I want to design our boys. You can make our boys. Actually, I have a request. If any of, I know most people click off for patch notes. If any of our artist friends want to draw list, the boys, listen, listen to this podcast. If you can draw our boys before next Thursday, like by next Wednesday, I will put them in the in the wallpaper art. You have I two think... days of turnaround, team. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that'd be really, really fun. We would definitely shout you guys out, too. Thank you. On the intro and outro music that we use is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent album for an excellent game. I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>